Welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast, Thursday Night Football Edition. We've got a great primetime matchup here with a pair of 4-1 teams set to play in Carolina. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Glad to be with you as the Eagles take to the road to play the Panthers with so many stories to talk about. Right off the top, the Eagles play this game with some injury concerns. They're missing right tackle Lane Johnson, who has not passed the concussion protocol. Defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, a question mark to play with a calf injury. The good news, he's back on the field practicing this week. Running back Wendell Smallwood will miss his second game because of an knee injury. Injuries have been a common theme for the Eagles this season, and yet they're 4-1 and one and in first place in the NFC East. As we begin the Eagles Live podcast and go inside the team, let's start with Eagles head coach Doug Peterson as he gets ready for this tough ball game. Doug, great performance against the Cardinals. Now you have no time to kind of turn this thing around. What has been the message to this team this week? You know, it's just uh, business as usual. The biggest message is to get as much rest as I can. And uh, at the same time, we got to get our game plan in. we got to get our preparation in to get ready for a Thursday night game. The Panthers, defensively, they're very aggressive up front. Julius Peppers is 37 years old. How good is he? He's playing extremely well. He's not playing his age, obviously. He's playing a lot younger. Uh, generating some great pass rush, uh, particularly on third down. You know, this is not a team that uh, blitzes a ton, and they can generate with four guys. So, uh, again, offensive line works cut out for our group this week. What have you done to keep your guys fresh? Well, we slowed everything down in practice. You know, everything's walked through and more meeting time, getting the film study in, and just preparation that way. You know, it's a fine line between getting the work done and rest. Guys have handled their business extremely well. You know, the key is to be as fresh as we can Thursday. Doug, are you enjoying this 4-1 start? I am. In this league, sometimes it's hard to enjoy wins because you got such a short turnaround, especially on a short week like we got. But, you know, I look back on 4-1 and the way the guys have really battled and hung in there, and I'm so excited and proud of the guys. And I've really enjoyed these moments and this time. Uh, but at the same time, we got a lot of football left and looking forward to Thursday night. Thanks so much. Thank you. Halapulavati Vaitai gets the nod at right tackle in place of Johnson, and we'll see a lot of veteran Julius Peppers in one of the game's key matchups. Peppers has five and a half quarterback sacks and, at the age of 37, is still playing at a very high level. The Eagles think that the second-year Vitae is ready for the responsibility as a starter, that he is a different player than he was one season ago. Here is offensive coordinator Frank Reich on Big V. I think he's just more confident knowing the calls, knowing the guys he's working with, knowing exactly what he's coached to do. He's had success against some good opponents, learned from his failures. And I just think Big V has been playing more aggressive this year from training camp on. I just see an aggressiveness in his play that I like. The Eagles have been impressively balanced offensively. They've scored touchdowns in the red zone, and they are playing with great confidence. Quarterback Carson Wentz knows that this game will be a challenge against an aggressive Carolina defense that attacks the football and that features linebackers that cover sideline to sideline. It's a solid defense. Obviously, I think everyone knows all about um, their linebackers. Uh, their linebackers fly around, they make plays. They're really intelligent. You know, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis do some really good things and shoot, they're very sound. Then also a short week, you know, short week trying to prepare for them, um, both physically and mentally. It's a bit of a grind here these first couple days, but uh, we're excited for it. Yeah, I mean, it can be tough. It can be tough. I mean, I'm thankful that I feel pretty good, but I know a lot of guys, shoot, you're still recovering at this point. So to go out and kind of have a practice today, it can be taxing on your bodies a little bit, but um, we got to do anything and everything we can to be ready Thursday night. On the defensive side, the Eagles are focused on Carolina quarterback Cam Newton. No surprise there. The multi-dimensional Newton is just as dangerous taking off and running as he is in the pocket throwing the football to his big receivers down the field. The task at hand, well, many of them actually, as safety Rodney McLeod says. 
He's a general. He makes everything work. I mean, he's a good quarterback, a lot of experience. You know, it's going to be key uh, for our D-line to stay in their rush lanes uh, when we do blitz, stay in our rush lanes, and uh, in the back end, be able to uh, hold up uh, when he does scramble, be able to plaster the receivers. You know, all around, he's a good quarterback with a strong arm and uh, good, talented receivers over there. And then, of course, you know, in the red zone, got to be alert for him, you know, running the ball. So another tough task on our hands. What are the challenges of having receivers that enormous? You know, this, you know, their ability to go up and catch the ball. I think their catch radius is what makes them special. Cam Newton has a strong arm, so, you know, he forces a lot of throws in there and he has a lot of trust in those receivers. But, you know, we've been preparing well. We're up for the challenge, man. We're not going to flinch at all and uh, we're going to go out there and compete. You feel fresh physically? Uh, I feel good, man. You know, obviously we had a game, but Thursday night, you have no choice but to be ready. But I think guys are just excited and then ready, you know, to go out there and perform. Defensive tackle Tim Jernigan has been a huge part of the success on defense. He's played the run well, and he's been effective rushing the quarterback. Jernigan, as we've all seen, plays with tremendous energy and enthusiasm, and it is clear that he loves the game of football. I spoke with Jernigan in the locker room about playing on Thursday, about Cam Newton, and about getting jacked up for this primetime game. You are a fan of watching primetime football? Yeah, most definitely. How about playing it? Is it still a thrill? That's even better. <laughs> it's even better, man. You know you know everyone's watching. You want to go out and do your best. Do you hear from a lot of your friends and family after primetime games? In my case, not really. You know, for other people, I'm pretty sure they do. You know, everybody's situation is different, so I wouldn't say that. Everybody's been asking you about the physical part of it. How about the emotional part of getting back up to that emotional peak on such a short week? Is that a challenge at all? For other people, it may, but me, no. I love football. You know what I mean? So any chance I get to go out and uh, play the game that I love, man, and be there with my brothers that's fun enough for me you know i don't need no extra help do you think this locker room wants the opportunity to show the rest of the country how good the eagles are on this primetime game most definitely man you know but the biggest thing for us is making sure we prepare the right way and making sure we're in the right state of mind you know mentally getting ready for the game and i definitely think that this is going to be a game that kind of show us who we are you know what i mean i think they have dogs on both sides of the ball offense and defense you know and i feel like we have the same so thursday night is going to be a good one How's Cam look to you? Looks good, man. You know, it's Cam Newton. He has everything it takes to be, you know, a great quarterback. Big, strong, tall, can run, tough. You know what I mean? And he's smart. So, you know, we're going to have our work cut out for us. Thanks, Tim. All right. This is running back Wendell Smallwood. This is Trey Burton, tight end. This is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. This team can be very explosive. How impressed are you with the Eagles' 4-1 start? It's a good beginning to the season with a whole lot more football to go, and the way the Eagles have overcome adversity is what impresses former Eagle Brian Westbrook the most in this week's Press Pass. All right, Brian, the Eagles are 4-1, and one, and they have a very short week here as we prepare. The key to getting back is to rest. Do you play your best football on Thursday nights? Is it possible? It is possible. You just have to make sure that you're not putting new stuff in for your offense and defense, but continue to perfect what you do already well. And this team is going to have to be mentally sharp. When you're traveling, you have a game on a short week, the mental preparation is just as important as the physical preparation. The Eagles will be without Lane Johnson. What kind of difference will that make for this Eagles offense? Well, it's a little bit different. Lane is one of the best right tackles in the league, and so Vitae will have to step in, and he's going to have to pick up the slack. This team has been successful, especially on the defensive side of the ball, of using the next man up philosophy, and now he has to step in and play a big role in an important game against a very good football team. I think Doug will probably give him some help, put some tight ends, some running backs chipping over there to protect him a little bit, but now it's time for the young guy to step up. Great opportunity this Thursday. 
On defense, again, the Eagles are going against a team that can't run the football. For whatever reason, Carolina struggles to run the football. But with Cam Newton, you always have to be prepared for that multi-dimensional ability that he has. What kind of challenge will that be for Jim Schwartz? Well, it's going to be tough. You can't get sucked up in the middle of the field because Cam has the ability and the legs and the strength to get outside to either run the football or get on the edge and throw the football. And so it's going to be important that you read your keys. It's going to be important that you know exactly where you're supposed to be in the scheme of the defense. And if you can play fundamentally sound football, then you'll be okay. The tough part against running quarterbacks that can throw the football is that you want to come out of your zone and come up and come and make the tackle. That's when Cam has the ability to throw over the top of your head. So you always got to stay back, allow yourself the ability to come up and make a play instead of saying, hey, we're going to come up and make a play. Then he throws the ball over your head. Ryan, we're five games in. What has maybe surprised you the most about this team? I think the team's resiliency. I mean, they've had a lot of injured players, Darby, Fletcher Cox, guys that you really were counting on to help this team win. They've done a great job of Placing those guys, a next man up philosophy, especially on the defensive side of the ball, has been impressive. It's also great to see offensively this team continue to grow. First couple of weeks, you're relying solely on Carson Wentz's arm to win you the game. The next couple of weeks, you're relying on the run game to win the game. And then this past week, you have a combination of both the run game and the pass game. You're getting a big place from Carson down the field. Those are key things. And it's great to see a team grow as the season goes on. You keep harping on that resiliency thing. You keep looking at this as like this long marathon of a season, don't you? Well, it's a long year. It's only one of 16 every single week and you only can win one you only can lose one and it's about how much better you can get week to week to week so that at the end of the year you're peaking right around playoff time right around the end of the season so that when you get into that run that time where you're saying hey we're week 16 week 15 and now it's time for us to make a playoff push you have to have perfected every aspect of your team every aspect of your game if you want to make that run into the playoffs boy if Eagles can go down to Carolina and win this game 5-1 and one with a long break before Washington comes out huge this team is already sitting pretty in the NFC East. It's sitting pretty. This is going to be a huge statement game. It's also going to be a great test just to see where this team is at. I think being 4-1 surprised a lot of people. You walk around this building, I don't think you surprise anybody. These guys are prepared for this. They're ready to play and now they're going to face a test this week and I think you're going to get a really good game. The Eagles, they have a great chance, great opportunity this week to see where they're at against another very good team. Thanks, Brian. Sounds good, Dave. Much of the team's success goes to the play of the second-year quarterback. Wentz has been sensational, with 10 touchdown passes against only three interceptions in five games. Wentz tops all NFL quarterbacks in third-down effectiveness, and he has clearly taken that coveted, gigantic step between years one and two in the NFL. Former Eagles wide receiver and current Eagles radio network analyst Mike Quick certainly appreciates what Wentz has done so early in his career. Here is Mike Quick, one-on-one, loving the Eagles young signal caller. Mike, I guess I want to approach this from the standpoint of perhaps the rest of the country hasn't seen Carson in his full glory here in second year. So this is his first primetime game. Your evaluation of Carson, where he is, where he's going after five games? I'll tell you this, he's much more advanced than anyone that I've seen in this league at this stage in their career. So he's about 20 games, 21 games into his professional career. And the things that he's able to do, you can tell that at the college level, he was already doing advanced things in terms of reading defenses and making calls at the line of scrimmage and such. But now it's going to a whole different level. What he's able to do at this level, the talent that he's playing against week in and week out, and what the coaching staff, they're asking him to do. There's much more on his shoulders now in terms of changing the protection, changing the plays, and making sure that the team is in the proper play for the defense that he's seeing. And he talked about in the offseason improving certain areas, and one of those areas was 
third down and how efficient he has been on third down. Well, right now he's the best in the NFL at the quarterback position on third down, by far the best in the league. Why? He's a student. He's a great athlete. He's got a really good coaching staff around him that they've given him the tools with the acquisitions in the offseason, with the way this offensive line is playing. There's a lot of things that go into it, but when it gets down to just Carson, he's just a guy that wants to win and a guy that's going to do everything possible to make sure that he's successful each and every time. I saw a play on Sunday where the ball must have slipped out of his hand or come out of his hand the wrong way and it was a third down play and he had to come off the field. And I just watched him when he came to the bench and how he was so disgusted that he didn't make that play. He made so many plays throughout the course of the game but when I see even the smallest things when he doesn't accomplish what he set out to accomplish, he doesn't take it well. The guy's a winner. The guy wants to win every single time on the field, and that goes a long ways. I think you're talking about that throw to Zach Ertz, maybe the little short throw on third down. It was a short throw on third down, and it must have come out of his hand wrong because it landed up well short of his target on the turf, and he didn't take it well, and I like to see that in the quarterback. So I wonder if Ron Rivera is looking at all this and obviously planned for the Eagles and Carson before the season, but on a short week, what game plan, if you're Ron Rivera, do you put together for Carson and a very, all of a sudden, well-balanced Eagles offense? I think it's a big task for that defense down there to figure out where do they stop? Do they try and stop one of the targets? Is it Zach Ertz that they try to stop? Do they try to load up in the run game and stop the Eagles from running the football because they've been very effective the past couple of games in running the ball? And I think either way that they go in terms of deploying extra people to stop one area, I think this offense will be able to hit them in the area where the numbers are least. So for the national audience out there, they're seeing a rising star or already a star? I think right before our eyes, we are witnessing one of the ascending stars in the National Football League, and I think we all should recognize that. Thanks, Mike. You got it, Dave. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team, have fun, and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. With all of these injuries, the entire roster has contributed to the 4-1 and start to the season, and that is something that impresses Merrill Reese, the voice of the Eagles. Here is the Merrill Minute. I think the Eagles personnel department has really done an amazing job this year. We all know about the big name free agents like Garrett Blunt and Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith. And we even talk about the offensive line bringing in Chance Warmack. But some of the other players that they picked up that got a lot less attention have really turned out to be good acquisitions. Take, for example, Patrick Robinson. During the training camp, he was unimpressive. In fact, he even chastised himself after one practice, said he was playing poorly. He goes out there right now, and he really looks like an outstanding corner. He's made so many plays, particularly in the last game against Arizona. Another big acquisition. You lose a very, very consistent kicker in Caleb Sturgis. They bring in a guy nobody here knew anything about by the name of Jake Elliott. And at this point, he's become almost a folk hero with eight consecutive field goals, including an Eagles record 61-yarder to beat the Giants. So that's amazing. And then they lose a critical part of their offense in Darren Sproles, and in comes Kenyon Barner, absolutely electric as a punt returner, and did a very good job lining up in the backfield, as well as defensive tackle Tim Jernigan. But I thought he was a pretty big 
big name acquisition. I thought he would be a big time player. Joe Douglas knew him very well from Baltimore. He has made people say, who was Benny Logan? So kudos to the Eagles personnel department. They've done a great job. And for the last word, let's go back to Wentz. The Eagles make their first nationally televised primetime game of the season. And yes, it means something to number 11 and to this football team. Primetime games are great. We love it around here. It's an opportunity to show who we are, show what we can do, and, and to know that really the country is watching us. You know, I think a lot of guys get excited for that. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shue for putting this all together. And thanks to you for your continued support. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Eagles Live podcast on iTunes, free of charge, of course. And follow that way. And please, please, please pass the word. We are very proud of the work we do here and hope you enjoy it. We've got a great one on Thursday night. Two four and one teams, each with a chance to establish an early season foothold in the NFC. Make sure you tune into our Eagles Live podcast, Instant Reaction, hours after Thursday night's game ends. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro saying thanks for listening and have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone. Fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E!